Quick, Bryce, quick, quick. He's gaining on us. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We can't outrun him. His legs are too long. Wah-ha-ha-ha. Waluigi time. If we just get back to the house, Mario will be safe. We've been away for two weeks, so we'll be safe there. I'm going as fast as I can. All I can smell is garlic. Ooh, there's the warp pipe. Let's get inside it. That was my only chance to get into Smash Ultimate! Welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast, a part of the Epic Collective, and the doors to episode 77 are open. Joining me, as always, is my best buddy, Bryce DeWitt. How much practice did you put into that? Let's be real. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, a couple of solid days. A couple of solid oh, days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Locked, like, mys- locked myself in the dark. How am I going to do this intro without screwing it up? Mm, well, it's different, you know. You got, you, yeah. New, new intro, uh, new me, you know, 2019. <laughs> let's let's go. Uh, and joining us, for, joining us for the second time <laughs> on the podcast is our, our good friend, Daniel Treadray. How are you going, dude? Hello, chums. Now, I know we asked you this last time on the show, but what's your favourite Nintendo game, just to sort of uh, get an idea of who you are? It's Majora's Mask, which might be surprising, but I feel like it's built built a lot on the story on the, of story on the same engine of Ocarina of Time. So Majora's Mask always has a special place in my heart. Very nice, very nice. I've also got a very soft spot for the original gens of Pokemon, the first games I ever bought, so... Mm-hmm. Sunk a lot of time into those back in the day. So that's your favourite generation of Pokemon, Generation 1? Not to be an annoying Gen 1-er, but yes. But, but you are. But, <laughs> but, I am. A... but I am. Clearly, Grimer and Muck are the pinnacle of design. Mm. And Voltorb. Oh, Voltorb is great, yeah. Voltorb's a great design. Uh, I like Electrode, how they flipped him over. That was great. And gave him, <laughs> gave him a nice little smile. What should Magnemite evolve into? Let's just chuck another two Magnemite onto it. I love how there's... Yeah, I was about to say, I love how there's two sets of Pokemon in Gen 1 that it's just like, oh, how do we make this Pokemon evolve? Oh, let's just add two more to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is a really weird one. It's like, how does that even work? Are they Siamese twins or like, or triplets? Yeah. Some sort of three-headed monster. It suddenly gains two sentient sentient beings of itself, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. And there. then they move to Alola and get surfer hair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's made out of steel, no less. That would hurt. That would be inconvenient, I'll be honest. Yeah. I wouldn't want to step on that on the beach. No. No, no that'd, be, that'd be awful. be like an urchin, except worse. Mm. And that'd use earthquake <laughs> on you. Uh, this week on the show, we're going to be talking about you know what we've been playing, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Uh, Dan's been playing a bit of Pokemon Go. Don't know what Bryce has been doing. <laughs> and also the, our most anticipated games of 2019. Uh, but uh, Dan, we'll start with you with uh, Pokemon Go. You've gotten back into it recently. Been... Yes, returning player. Mate from mine at work got me back into it. And then since then, I've just kind of got back into the swing of it far too quickly. Have you been... Um, He's been Pokemon going for walks. Po-going. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Have you been dabbling in those microtransactions? And... I refuse. You refuse to? I've been very tempted, but no. So you I've guys make a so game far. I'm enjoying, I will not pay for it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Microtracks, microtransactions in uh, Pokemon Go, they're purely for the lazy. Exactly. Yeah. They're 100% yeah. purely for the lazy. All, all the country people who can't get spawns and you just need to force it to happen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like in the city when there's that many stops around. Like if you go to like a park and it's just like full of poker stops, you really don't need a lure. No, you can sort of just like walk around the park and just get them. But here, when you've got maybe 
How many would we have? We'll have 10 max, wouldn't we? At the absolute most. 10 max, and then, two gyms. And the worst part three about gyms, it... Three gyms, I think we got here. We got three gyms. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the worst part about it is it's like one half of the town is like saturated with them, but then the other half of the town is not. Hmm. So it's just like if you live on the other end of town, you've got to walk away, walk all the way across the other side of town. <laughs> or drive, which is... Which kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> I've also put a, put a Pokemon into a gym nearby. I don't know when I'm ever going to see that Pokemon again. Mm. Uh, people still play actively here yeah so you'll see it pretty quickly mm. like uh, you've was it the, um, it's the community day today for Totodile but that'll be over by the time but like what what are the community days because I honestly don't pay any attention I see them on like Twitter or something like it's the community day today but I actually don't pay that much attention to it is it just like more spawns for yeah, a species for, of Pokemon for is today that- it was Totodile gets an increased spawn rate for three hours Nice. Uh, in December, they did a culmination of all of the po- of all of the community days, which had increased spawns of all the Pokemon throughout the year, which is very nice. But I'm kind of underwhelmed by today. Mm. Feels like kind of the way Niantic goes with these sort of things is kind of underwhelming after you get past the initial excitement. But yeah. not getting enough toted on Niantic. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Only three hours. I demand at least four. You call it a community day. It's more like community lunchtime. <laughs> Yeah, get get your notebook out. Write them a very nasty letter. <laughs> I, will, I will write them a sternly worded letter, and I expect no reply. I didn't even catch enough to get it for Relegator. God damn it! <laughs> I wanted a shiny. He got a shiny. I did. Yeah, I did yeah, on my second turtle after an incense. But it's funny because he's. I'm always like looking over, and he's got like the uh, color correction on his phone. So every turtle kind of looks a bit shiny because it's like that sort of blue green teal, yeah, blue aqua, aqua, yeah, yeah. aquamarine color. And his phone kind of makes it look like that anyway. Oh, I got a shiny. Oh, it's just a normal one. How oh, many Totodiles oh. did you catch today? 27. How many of them were shiny? 27. That's what you do. You just change your phone so you, it just looks like you got shinies every time. Yep. Yep, exactly. That cat is going off, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> he just wants to join in on the house of Mario, guys. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. She's in the house of cat. The house of Drew. which <laughs> The house of Drew in the room. The room of cat in the house of Drew in the town of Bryce. Yeah, I own the town. <laughs> uh, Bryce, have you been playing much sort of over the last couple of weeks on Switch or uh, apart from Smash? Smash and Zelda is mm. pretty much the extent. Yeah. Zelda's been good to go back to. I think it's just one of those games I can relax on. Yeah. I remember like playing that in the beginning. It was like a stressful situation in regards of like everything fucking kills me. But nowadays it's just like, no, I just got to play smarter. <laughs> yeah. So you play a bit, a bit smarter and then you... You know, you, you kill your enemy, you move on, do something else. Zelda's just one of those games for me. Mm. And it probably will be for a very long time. It's just something I can jump into and comfort food. Well, it's really good. It's a really good sound, sandbox in that regard. Like, you don't, you're not, when you go in there, you're not restricted to being like, hey, I got to do this to progress. You can just go, I can progress in any way that I want, which is great. Mm. It's like the, the only way you can really. Gauge your progress. Like, oh, how many divine beasts? Oh, divine beasts have you done? Yeah, yeah. Apart from that, you just. And I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows that the divine beasts aren't anything super special. Mm. Like they're not. How many Korok seeds have you found? All nine hundred and ninety-nine. <laughs> they're also not special. <laughs> um, I I just yeah no I just started uh, master mode again. Obviously, I I put it up on Twitter a while back for my twenty-fifth. Twenty fifth anniversary of being a Zelda fan. So that that's your relaxing Zelda time, Master Mode, is it? 
Yeah. Well, yep. An easy nice. way to relax, <laughs> just getting your ass kicked over and over and over by Lionels. Uh, look, I've had not too much trouble until until like I'd ride across highly a bridge and then a, for some reason a Bacoblin's got a triple shot bow with bomb arrows and then kills my horse. Sweet. <laughs> that's that's a whole lot of fun, that. Yeah, I bet. I went to Hyrule Castle equipped with like uh, ice arrows and um, lightning arrows and I'd just like zap weapons out of enemies' hands, freeze them, then run away. Mm. It was a good way to farm some good weapons. <laughs> so, you know, um, there's you know, there's little ways around everything if you just, you know, take your time, know what you're mm. doing. Yeah. Um, Dan, you want to talk a bit about Smash. Uh, what What's your progress on Super Smash Bros.? You 100% of World of Light. You've unlocked every uh, character. 100% everything. Of, oh, no, I'm, I'm about <laughs> maybe 40%, 50% of the way through the roster. Yep. Uh, I've done 110 stages of World of Light off the top of my head. Nice, nice. It's yeah, it's been been pretty good to just jump into in and out. I really appreciate how it's on on Switch now that I can just it's so easy to jump in and out just whenever you've got a spare 15 minutes. Throw in mm. a couple of matches. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like the biggest port, like the biggest upside to having mm. Smash on Switch, especially like having it like downloaded on the actual system now. Like, there's no, like, oh, I'm going to play some Smash. You walk over to your you know, Wii U or whatever, you put in the disc, you wait half an hour for it to load. <laughs> it's just so easy now, yeah. And now it's just there, and it's so easy. Like, I'll have, like, a longer break at work, so I'll just bring my Switch with me, and I'll just sit in the back playing, playing some Smash, mm-hmm, try yeah. and unlock some characters, and then inevitably get my ass just destroyed. We sound like such a broken record, just, like, saying the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's great having the Switch. Just like, how many times can you say the benefits of the Switch on the podcast? But, like, every every game that comes out, like, which you really enjoy, it is such a benefit of oh, yeah, having yeah. it, yeah. Here's a drinking sure. game for the House of Mario. Take a, take a drink every time we say the benefits of the Switch. Yep, pretty ben- much. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much, because you'll find you'll be taking a couple shots every episode. And take, yeah, will, will you take a shot if we say something bad about the Switch, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, the Switch is absolutely terrible. Who would want that on the Nintendo podcast? I don't know how, I don't know how drunken he would get going off of that. Well, they might, yeah. It depends on how many times we bring up the online service, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll bring it up dreadful. now. Online service isn't great, guys. <laughs> take your shot. That's a shot. That's a shot. Take it. And if you're underage, um, don't take a shot. Maybe have some cordial, red cordial. Yeah, that'll, that'll get you. Um, I want to talk a bit about New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Um, just a gauge of conversation. Who played it on Wii U? Who got it? Yeah, Did you get it, Dan? I played. I played about a couple of two, three hours worth. Oh yeah, like so I you... enjoyed it. It just Wii U. Yep, fair enough. I played right. half an hour worth of that game back yep. in the Did, day. Did you just play it sort of at my place? Yeah, is, is that what? Yep. Um, yeah. Um, just full disclosure. I received a copy from Nintendo Australia. Um, I wasn't Thanks, sure. Ninty. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Um, I wasn't sure where I was going to pick this game up because obviously it's a full price release, eighty dollars. You've already bought it before. I've already bought it, and it's it's not a game that I was like itching to play. No. Um, mainly me considering buying it was the fact I want to talk about it on the podcast, and you know, Mario games, not two D Mario games, are fun. I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. But eighty dollars is pushing it. Like we were saying last um, night, like fifty, sixty dollars is the price range, not seventy, eighty, ninety. Yeah. Australian. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously they price the game like they don't make it a cheaper title because they want to put Mario up in like the top of echelons of, you know, pricing so it they it retains its value so people don't see it and go, Oh, it's a cheaper game. But like considering considering they charge for Odyssey, Mario Kart eight deluxe and all these other games. They charge the same price. It's the same price. It's a bit of a stretch. But it does include the um And it's also discouraging when you look at stuff like um Crash Trilogy. 
That's like 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's like, yeah, from the ground up, three games remastered. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But it does include the DLC, so you've got the uh, the Luigi U DLC. That's the, I don't know how that came out of my mouth so weirdly. But that that was something I didn't have access to on the Wii U. I never bought that DLC, so having having that to play through was a big benefit. Um, yeah, there's heaps of content in this game. It's just It just comes down to whether you're... Um, want to play it, pay the eighty dollars for it, yeah. but if you haven't played it on Wii U, I I do recommend it. It's just it yeah comes down to how you value um value your money. It'll be one of those games. If I find it at a cheaper price, I'll mm. definitely get onto it. It's just right now, I don't think I can justify it. Yeah, it, it it's it's come out at a very different in a very different situation to what it did on Wii U as well. Back on the Wii U, it was the launch game and it was the very first HD Mario game. So the expectations for it back then were a lot higher than just, oh, it's just the first game in January Nintendo's releasing for the Switch. Yeah. When we've got other things to look at as well. Well, I mean that, and I just think like, I think a lot of people at this point have like a backlog of games that they want to buy. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, it's just after Christmas, they might've got a couple of them. This is like the thing where they're just like... The dead period of game releases. Yeah, exactly. Because like, nobody's got the money, but... Great time to release it. But it, well... But if you did have the money, I'm saying, like, you you know, you've just gotten over Christmas, it's the middle of January, you get, you're starting to get your pool of money back, there's probably a bunch of games that you missed later last year because of all the Christmas shopping you've had to do or mm. something like that, and you're kind of just like, I would prefer to get them over that. Like, I'm I'm kind of like, well, I would prefer to go and buy a Roger Warriors 4, personally, because I really like that series. Uh, but then at the end of the month, literally in like two weeks' time, there's Kingdom Hearts coming out on other consoles and it's kind of just it's it's in that dead period for me really yeah yeah that's fair enough too because like the first one on uh, DS New Super Mario Bros was really revolutionary in what it was doing because Nintendo hadn't released a 2D platformer like in a decade plus and that brought sort of uh, the 3D mechanics into a 2D so you got the triple jump and the wall jumping and all that and it was really awesome back then then in 2009, three years later, they put it on Wii, uh, on the original Wii, and that was they brought in like the multiplayer stuff, and that was pretty revolutionary for like that type of platformer game mm-hmm. before like Rayman, and that was doing it. But it, then uh, was it New Super Mario Bros. Two on the 3DS? That's when you sort of saw like saw it looking exactly the same. Yep. And they just put in the coin sort of gimmick, and that was fun. It was fun. Like all these games are fun. But they're starting to look the same. And in the same year, or at least very close to, then they released New Super Mario Bros. U, which was very similar. Yeah. And, like, if you run the Wii version on an emulator and put it in HD, you honestly can't tell, really tell the difference. Like, the backgrounds are really beautifully animated and everything in the background of New Super Mario Bros. U. But apart from that, like, it's very similar. It's not, yeah. Yeah. And, like, playing through the first world where it's, like, you know, the grass levels, then you get to the desert, it's all it's all just, like, it feels very copy and paste. Yeah. But, like I said, it's still it's still very fun. Just Mario it's just a 2D. Time, it's just a time-honored, like, way of making the game, really. Like, yeah. Same sort of way they were doing the original Mario Bros, just on Wii U on Switch. Yeah, it it'll still be my eternal confusion as to why they picked that over World. I mean, I know I know I've talked about World before, and I've never been super positive about it. But yeah, I would still probably would have preferred a World port. Well, I dare say you're going to get a World port eventually. You probably will, but definitely will actually. You will definitely see World eventually. I don't know. There's just so many games on that console that I would prefer ported mm. over than just a generic Mario game. That yeah, I agree. But sort of 
the new Super Mario Bros. series has been a massive seller, and they want to see that again on you know the most popular console. Do in you years. think it will though? Like I don't, I'm not sure it will. I don't, I don't know, but necessarily on Switch, like it's it's a perfect Switch game. Obviously, like like every multiplayer couch game on the system. Yeah, like you take off the Joy Cons, you're playing two player Mario. It's, it's pretty ideal for that. But like, remember New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii? That was that was huge. That probably sold like 10 million more units than Galaxy One did. It was huge. Yeah, and obviously Super Mario Galaxy is way better <laughs> than New Super Mario Bros. Yep, like in every way, mm-hmm. like from its music to just everything about it. It's music, it's aesthetic, it's gameplay, everything it's, about it, Mario it's Galaxy. everything. It's yeah. everything. And obviously, with Odyssey, you're seeing it sell, sell really well. And I don't think a port of New Super Mario Bros. is going to touch Odyssey, for example. Oh, but nowhere near. No, yeah, no. I don't, I just think it's like it, it's just don't really see anybody clamoring to buy it like, I reckon mm. it will sell but it will just be a kind of middling it'll be one of those library filler games yeah you buy it just to chuck it in two hours yeah uh, it's, it's yeah good game but I think Nintendo just needs to uh, tad like, expensive p- well that's it I think yeah. I think personally Nintendo just needs to gauge what's actually pushing the money here what are their what are their big sellers it'd be like Zelda Mario Odyssey Smash yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, and I look at what they're doing really well, and then try and build on that. And that stuff is okay, like paying paying eighty ninety dollars for that stuff. But you know, for for ports, like I I went and paid for I think it was like sixty or something for Pokken, um, mm-hmm. like on special or something. Yeah, but yeah. like that that is relatively the price I would want to pay for that game. I yeah, exactly. Pay like um, the port of Captain Toad, they charge sixty dollars for that. Like that's a good price for Captain Toad. Captain like and Captain Toad is awesome. Oh, that's a good game. I, I can't say anything anything bad about that game. Like just the puzzles and how much fun that is, how pretty it is. It's awesome. I was uninterested on Wii U, but I played it uh, on on Switch. Mm. Like See, I yeah. don't own it, but I See, played I it missed, on I missed it good. on I missed it on Wii U, and that was because I, I think that was at a time where I'm like something else was out, or I was just sort of a bit sick of the Wii U or whatever it might have been. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely loved it on Switch, and charging that sixty dollars was a a good point for it. Yeah, and uh, New Super Mario Bros. I feel like it should hit that hit that price it should be yeah. it should be $50-60 it should be the same price even though, even though it's got heaps of content in it I just feel like it's a bit like it's it's yeah. just like going back to going back to Crash and seeing that like Crash is three games made from the ground up sure that you know they've already got half the shit planned out for it they've all the shit planned out for it yeah. you know <laughs> well I mean they still got to remake everything that yeah. still takes time that still takes money and like, well, they, yeah, they built it from the ground up. Like they didn't. No, think, thinking of it yeah. from that perspective, like yes, it is. It is a deluxe version of older games, like put into a collection. That's three games in one collection. They probably last just as about as long as uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe does. Mm. But you're paying two completely different prices here. You're paying yeah. thirty dollars extra for Super for Super Mario, and like. I, I, that really just comes down to his name at this point. Yeah, it's like how much of a premium is the Nintendo name worth on a game like New Super Mario Bros. U? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And at, at the same time, I paid, I happily paid $80 again for Mario Kart because Mario Kart, that Mario Kart was fantastic and had all the DLC in it and had some new stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, it comes with everything. Yeah, like, and, I, and I was fine with that. That's a perfect game for the Switch as yeah. well. And I, I was t- talking to Twitter where... I was not talking to Twitter. I was talking to people on Twitter. And New Super Mario Bros. U was um, their favourite 2D Mario game. Whether they played the like ones on NES or whatever it is, that was their favourite Mario game. And having all the DLC together for that premium price, they'll, they'll fine with that. So I think it just comes to down to how much you like that game 
and you know what your opinion on it is. I just and think they, obviously ours <laughs> is. A, I just think they oversaturated the market with them in such a short amount of time that it just makes me go, well, they can obviously just shit out these games like golden golden eggs. Mm. But at the same time, it wasn't. They weren't that close together. So from 2006 to two, the end of 2012, they had four games. That's still pretty, that's still a bit close. That's nearly annual yeah. release. But, but like, if if they were if they were all like different Mario games, so if like New Super Mario Bros, then they had the Wii one. Then they had like one which they called something else with different art style, different mechanic or whatever. I feel like we wouldn't be so sick of them. It's only because they just copy and pasted it for like the last two, where we're sort of like, and the coins oh. are the gimmick. <laughs> Coins as a gimmick isn't very revolutionary. It's just like here, no, no. have a have a lot of what's already in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. It's, like what what got me about the original release too was Rayman um, Rayman Legends was out the same year, and that game for me was doing like a lot more interesting things with the art style, with the mechanics, with the level design, with the music. Oh yeah, I, I just feel like that was a, a lot better game. Rayman was a uh, really a really stellar game. Yeah, I miss Rayman. I wish they still made them, but Ubisoft are just seeing more success than everything else they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. That's sort of my opinion. I'm playing through it at the moment. I'm enjoying it, but I just feel like for what it's kind of a hard thing because what you, for what you're getting, you are getting over 200 levels, and you're getting the new characters which we haven't touched on. So there's obviously Peachette, and you probably know what what all this is about. But Peachette is the the easier character to play as, and you've got Nabbit, who's a character who you play as, and you can't get hit by enemies and whatever. And you've got the normal Toad character, literally invincible. He's ridiculous. Yeah, and you've got like that new stuff, and you've got all of it bundled together. But like so, we played this game at PAX, like we got we already got like the taste of it playing Peach and Nabbit and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That to me was just kind of like okay, well that's what they've added to it, and that's when I gauged my interest in it, and I'd already gauged it. I'm just like this, yeah, nah. Yeah, I remember we played for like three minutes. I'm like, alright, enough. Yeah, I get it. I've played this game. I've got this game. <laughs> I've got this game at home. Yeah, I've had it for six years. Exactly. Uh, and that's, yeah, a, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want to pay $80 for a game a lot of people have already got just mm. on a inferior console. No. Yeah, but like a lot of people, like a lot of people I assume who might listen to this podcast wouldn't have had a Wii U. Like they've had, the, now they've got the Switch. <laughs> and if, if you want a 2D Mario game, uh, the, the full It's not retail, a bad one. The full retail price or you find it on sale, I recommend it, to be honest. If it's a can, good game. If you can find it for a price which you're happy with. It's just as somebody that's owned a Wii U and already been through the cycle of new new super mario bros game because i bought the very first one yeah. yeah and then i love i love the ds one i bought to death. i bought new I super mario brothers 2 i played the wii one i played the wii u one mm-hmm. you know i obviously not very long on the wii u one because at that point i was just like okay yeah because you didn't even buy it like even even with the uh limited <laughs> launch library of the wii u when it come out you still didn't buy nope. it so that's how that's how much you care <laughs> that's how much that's how much i cared with them about yeah. at that point like you say oh no you can you can sort of say oh it's not uh you know they weren't really they were released four over six years but again that's nearly annual release yeah that's that's one every one and a half years and they never really change all that much mm. in my opinion they're all fundamentally the same thing I hope this is the last one in the new series, personally. I hope they, like, do another 2D Mario game, but change it up. Don't just use the 3D art style. And You know what? If you're going to do it, just go back to World and 3D Land and that, I think. They just... What, 3D? Is that what you say? <laughs> build on, build on what they've done build on Odyssey. Formula. Yeah. So, like, multiplayer, couch co-op. Yeah. Mario 3D, yeah. Yeah. Imagine Odyssey, like, ma- mashed in with the multiplayer co-op mm. sort of game. 
Yeah, because like yeah, we'll move the conversation on to three um, D world then. Like I really enjoyed the the multiplayer in that compared to these new Super Mario Bros games. Yeah, just just for the fact like you're not always jumping on each other, accidentally picking each other, throwing into lava, just like re- ruining each other's experience. You're actually like helping each other, yeah, like working together to yeah, get to yeah. the goal. Yeah, and I I really I really enjoyed that. I know it personally on the Wii U it wasn't like what I was looking for. It wasn't like Galaxy Two. But it's still a great game, which I really liked. I know you sort of had an issue with that. You're looking more like Mario 64 or what eventually happened with Odyssey. I smashed it out. I smashed it out, and it was very, very easy. And I just you bought it though, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid. I paid for it. You paid for it. No, I paid for it. But like, I smashed it out, and you know, we had a conversation about this, and people were just like, oh, the they're just like, oh, the additional, like the extra content at the end of that game was hard, like the special worlds and all that. And I, I, I don't really see that. To be completely honest, yeah, with they, they were fun at the end. Yeah, I, I, felt, I it was a good post game. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I beat it too easy. Oh, you're a legend, though. I'm such a legend. <laughs> but then I had <laughs> conversations with people that end. are just like, I found the the secret world in Mario Odyssey to be easier than that one. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, that was way harder because if you like hesitated, you'd like fuck up one thing, and then you could go all the way back to this point, start again. All this shit again. I, I don't know what it was about World. It was just it was simple for me. I didn't had have a problem with it. Mm. Uh, what about you, Dan? What did you sort of think about that game? Oh, I enjoyed it. Like I remember playing through all through the one on 3DS, which is very enjoyable. It's just mm. I, yeah, I love 3D Land. 3D Land's pretty yeah. good. It was awesome. Yeah, I love the um post game in that too. Yeah, 3D Land. That like big long level. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty crazy. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I enjoyed it, but to me, a lot of it doesn't stick out a lot. But like. Out of the games that have been released recently, like nothing really comes close to Odyssey for me. Yeah, which is probably a, like a lot true for a lot of people because mm-hmm. Odyssey is like a, the big title, whereas Mario yeah. games are a dime, dime a dozen. Yeah, what do you, what do you think about Odyssey now? We've had like a year to sort of separate from the hype and all that. Are you still like as high as you were when it initially came out? Still a damn good Mario game. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it it. it goes through the same same veins as Zelda like there's always a different way to do things in Odyssey mm-hmm. they don't give you one very specific path you need to take to get to the goal they give you a multitude of options just the movement options you get with Mario and Cappy alone can send you on a completely different path that will get you that star quicker or you know like watching speedruns of that game is fucking fascinating because people handle it in such a unique way Mm. using all sorts of different strategies with Cappy and the enemies and the environment around them to get to what they need to get to. Like, it's honestly just more interesting. So, I mean, I'm I'm still pretty cool with it, I think. Um, pretty cool? Pretty cool with it. Still bros pretty, with Odyssey. Pretty cool. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still pretty cool with it. I, I think that, um, like, it is it is one of those games that you can pick up and play differently every time and that keeps it keeps it a little bit fresh. I very much appreciate the amount of depth it has. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Like you could go through and try and collect all the power moons, or you could just breeze through the main story. Mm-hmm. Just, there's all sorts of things. There's so many things you can do in it. I did think the main storyline was a bit easy, but then I appreciate that's just to make it accessible to new, newer, younger players. Yeah, like the, the and story then you've got the depth yeah. to suck in everyone else. Mm, yeah, the storyline's pretty much nothing really. It's just exploring each world, like thoroughly getting all the moons in each place. And I think maybe I think the excess of moons might have made might have turned me off a little bit. Um, in some cases, like having a whole multitude of moons that are just hidden around the place, that's really cool and stuff like that. But there was something about getting power stars back in the day. Yeah, like that was that, more satisfying. That's the one thing I reflect on. Like you've got heaps of moons, but like some of them are just doing mundane things. 
And some also, of them are just given to you, basically. Yeah, like literally, oh, you see it, you walk up to it, just get it. Sit on a bench yeah. and talk to an NPC because he's mm. feeling lonely and he gives you a moon. Yeah, and like you have you have a couple of like memorable ones, but compared to say Mario sixty four, where you remember going and talking to King Bob Om on top of the yeah um, hill on bat um, <laughs> Bob on battlefield, and it's just a lot like that, and like TikTok clock like navigating through that and doing the magic carpet and that like a lot of that stuff seems to be a lot more memorable than ben, say stuff you've been doing in going Odyssey. up and chatting yeah. to some random a- NPC telling you to go and collect his bandmates or something it's like yeah. yeah go and find my guitar player and I'll give you a moon it's like okay I think they probably will do an Odyssey 2 at this point but if they do another 3D Mario game which they will eventually um, I probably would like the. Pref- I probably would prefer the scene go back to maybe you know, 150 things that you collect and you actually like do a thing to earn them. You know what I want? I want a Mario Odyssey two, but I want it to be based on the universe, of the Mushroom Kingdom. Hmm. Actually, just we'll, we'll go to spoilers for the end of Mario Odyssey, so you can tune out if you want to. It's not that big, right? Especially, especially in hindsight, when you start off on like Bowser's ship and you look and you can see the castle in the background. You like you start off there, then you go off and you and you work your way back there and you get back to the Mushroom Kingdom. That absolutely made that made me so happy going back there. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I saw the castle. I'm like, I was literally like, oh my god, oh my god. And I just ran there as quick as I can. I went in there and finding the the uh, Mario sixty four Mario skin. And going into the bits of the castle where it's still like the same graphics from the 64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved that yeah, bit. Yeah. I thoroughly explored every bit of that castle and I would like love... All of the surrounding grounds and like finding all the little secrets they hid around the place. Yeah. All the Easter eggs. It was a super good end game treat, but uh, putting it out there, what the fuck happened to the Mushroom Kingdom? Don't know, there's a few more farmers around, there's some tr- more trees. It's also a floating island in the middle of the sky. The Mushroom Kingdom hit the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, well, it's been a, it's been a while since we've been there, Bryce, really. It's been a while that, since we've been to the castle. Forward. What's happening is, is like, uh, are we are we using using too much deodorant and causing global warming and it's melting away <laughs> the ground? What What's going on? Well, it must be. Poor Mushroom Kingdom, rest in peace. Global warming comes for us all. Where's all the toad houses? Where's, where's the Bowser that comes out behind the side and goes... <laughs> we killed him, remember? Rest in pieces. Yeah, rest in peace. But then he come back and he wants to marry Peach now. Like He's, he's a confused man, that Zombie Bowser. Bowser. Where's the big bowl of spaghetti that Peach was said to have made? She made a cake, not spaghetti. Mario, come and eat my cake. She made lots of spaghetti. Alright, uh, let's move on to some upcoming Switch games we were excited for this year. So these are the most anticipated games... We're excited for this year. And we'll just go through like like some of the ones that are coming out. But before then, I better open this furfy. I've not even opened my beer. You've finished yours. It's the official finished. beer of the House of Mario. It is. Yeah. Well, and we, we, shout out to uh, Daniel here. He brought a six pack in. The essential supplies. He brought, he brought the furfy. It's funny. He said, <laughs> he said, oh, I've got a box of furfy and bring it down. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm like, do you get furfy because that's what we talk about on the podcast all the time? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Perfect. should chuck us an advertising deal or something. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Contact us, boy. Contact us, boy. If you want to give us some free beer. What's the What's the beer um, company that does Furfy? Uh, Little Creatures Brew. Yeah. Little Creatures. Yeah. Okay. Just reading off the six pack here: beer brewed and bottled at various locations around Australia uh-huh. by Little Creatures Brewing, part of the Lion Group. Lion Group. Yeah. Well, well, what yeah. we'll do is They're we'll get in group. contact with them and we'll say, "Hey, look, we we put your name out there. It's it's become it's become a running." 
sort of gag on our podcast that uh, your beer is our beer of the show. Actually, we have a free, all I'm, free all I'm saying is in this past. No, because we know people that can get in contact with like the Lion Group. We should try. We should try something. We should it'd be funny. <laughs> it'll be, it, like just for a joke. I couldn't even give a shit about like a sponsorship, but it would be funny. Just be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> Or you get him to record, hey, this is uh, Billy from the Lion Group who brew Furphy. Uh, Couple of furs. Yeah. yeah. Don't know what you talk about on that dumb little show of yours, but yeah. Enjoy <laughs> some cold ones or some lukewarm ones as they are at the moment. Yeah, these are warm. Yeah, it's not <laughs> warm ale. It's, it's lucky. Yeah. Just how English. We... Yeah. Well, it's, it's lucky enough that, it, uh, that it's Furphy, so it's drinkable. Mm. It feels like carton draft or something. It'll be a bit rough. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're going after beer, you wouldn't want the nah. wet, warm West Ends. Oh, oh. red tins. See, West Ends. Not, if if you've had a hard day, you're sweating it out. It doesn't matter what beer you get handed you, you'll drink it. But yeah, right now where we haven't done much work, a warm West End does not sound good. It does not. I mean, a warm beer doesn't really sound good either. It, but Furphy makes it drinkable. Yep. There's, some, there's some fish and chips you need to get a little British accent going fish and chips fish and chops no, that now, was English that was New Zealand what am I doing <laughs> <laughs> now that we've had our uh, beer company corporate shill there and our yeah. discussion Furfy, about give beer give us free beer please thank you yeah <laughs> free beer free beers from Furphy um, games this year Game? oh video games yes that's what? what the podcast is about. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Furphy drink, drinking simulator 2000 <laughs> so the first game well, it's actually it's actually not. We've got Travis Strikes Again, which comes out in about a week or so from yeah, now. So out of nowhere. Oh, it's been it's been coming for ages. We just yeah, but I'm we not, never got an announce date until like two weeks before it's coming out. No, they changed because it was coming out the same week as Super Smash Brothers, and they they delayed it like a while before then. Right. So, are you guys interested in this game at all? Nah, nah. I'm not overly familiar with the whole Travis Touchdown, No More Heroes. So, I might yeah. pick it up if I find it for. a Decent enough price if it looks interesting yeah. enough. I, I dabbled in the first one on Wii when I found it secondhand. I think you're over. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you're over more playing it sort of. Like, it's kind of just a hack and, hack and slash. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting like, enough, but. It's fun and it's got a great art style. I think I will pick it up just so I can, like, you know, talk about it on the podcast and get yeah. amongst it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't excite me too much, especially compared to some of these other games on the list here. But yeah. I think it's $45, so it's not, it's not a full price game. No. Looks interesting. Um, the next game is Yoshi's Craft World, which we actually got a release date the other day. Uh, just nowhere on Twitter. Yeah, just, yeah, just on social media. Um, so the 29th of March. So only a couple of months away for that one. I'm looking forward to it. It looks really good from what I've seen. Yeah, I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it looks... Yeah. <laughs> it looks, yeah I'm good. just not sure if it would be like a smack bang purchase straight away for me. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Like, mm. I, I, I'm interested enough in it, but... I've been a Yoshi game fan for a long time, and I've played a lot of Yoshi games. And yeah, yep. <laughs> I think uh, I think really? it's sort of just coming down to like my my balloon for that one is coming down to like Kirby level. Yeah. Did you get Yoshi's Woolly World? You two? I did not. Yeah. I got the collector's no. box. Yeah. So that's probably why I'm not as excited for it as you guys. But like, that, mm. like if I find it, like, if I'm interested enough. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because like we've, I'm just afraid I'll do the same thing I do with Woolly World. Like I picked up Woolly World, I didn't finish it. I played through like a, a, a bit of it, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually like finish like finish the whole thing. No, I feel like I'm just going to do the same thing. Like just watching the opening cinematic, it's like oh Bowser Junior stole something, and it's like blah 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 blah. You know, it's the same. It's a similar thing again. Not Bowser Jonah. No, Bono. Bono. Bowser Jonah. <laughs> Not Bono. So the story of the game, Yoshi has to fight Bono from U two. I'd buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Elevation. I'd like to see Bono in like a crafted art style. Y- be, Yoshi fights back against that free U2 album from Apple a few years. Back. Oh, that's right. It just comes up. It just came up in your library. That was annoying. That was really annoying. <laughs> I'm like, I like you too. I don't necessarily like. I don't, I don't like that's them right. to get it forced on me. That's a, that, that was a weird thing. It yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, back to the conversation. Uh, we'll move on to Luigi's Mansion Three. We've only we've only seen very little about this. I'm excited for. It. I think it'll be excellent on Switch. I I'm too. I need to play two first. The thing with two, like being on 3ds, like it didn't grab me. Just it, the screen didn't feel big enough for whatever reason. Like I wanted to play through it, I just couldn't get invested well, the, in it. The way the camera works in Luigi's Mansion, the small screens suck. Yeah, yeah. Like the second one. We sort of you know used the three D in interesting ways. It looked like a little diorama, and that was cool. But I, I I think I prefer Luigi's Mansion back on the TV, where you can like soak in like the spooky atmosphere a bit more. Spooky, scary. Yeah, spooky. Uh, next one's uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I like a Fire Emblem game uh, yeah. as opposed to Bryce's anguished groans. Groans here. But... Uh, oh no, God. no, no, they're not anguished. Trust me. It's more like really, really hard <laughs> orgasm. Very, oh, very okay. Well then, I don't like the sound. I changed my tack. <laughs> I'm just gonna go move my chair a little bit to the left now. He's made a mess. <laughs> He's made a mess. No, that game looks fucking phenomenal, and I really want it. It's like my if if Metroid and if Metroid and Bayo three don't come out this year, that's my that's probably gonna be my game for this year. I was I was sucked into Fire Emblem by Awakening, as I'm sure a lot of other people were, and since then I've just been hooked. Yeah, I'm the same. And just the way this looks to where you can actually like... But have you been playing Fire Emblem Heroes? I have not. Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've disappointed Fool. you, Senpai. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, when, when you do your move and it zooms... Like, the way the camera moves into the uh, the battle zone... Get an and, actual battle out of it. Yeah, and like, you see, you see your, like, the war. It's not just a character. The, the, oh! armies, the armies behind the characters and everyone hmm. charging in. Yeah. And hopefully the bit where you can, like, uh, walk around sort of your hub area or however the gameplay works. I hope that's good. Yeah. You reckon you guys would play it more on TV or portable? Um, probably portable, I think. Like, it's like amazing turn- how, much, how yeah. such a small thing can actually make a big difference to games. Yeah, like tu- like a turn-based game. It's you know you do your battles while you're watching something on Netflix or whatever it might be, and <laughs> just <laughs> I'm sitting here, you and guys having a conversation, and I'm singing Fire Emblem's theme. Thanks, man. Um, Animal Crossing. You guys, I'm, I'm, a lot I'm of really people keen. are pumped for this. Yeah, I'm really keen for Animal Crossing. I'm really no. Hey. I, I, look, I don't know. I don't know yet. New Leaf was great, but Animal Crossing has a problem with me where like I'll play it for a little bit and then I put it down and then it goes as dead as my Nintendogs. Rest in peace, everyone's it's, Nintendogs. It's pretty, it's pretty dead. Yeah, it's Does pretty dead. Anyone remember the Happy House or whatever it was? Uh, yeah, um, Happy House designer or yeah. 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 So we, played, we played a bit of New Leaf and <laughs> oh. then went on, went on to Happy House Designer and no, I saw nobody talking about it. I saw nobody playing it. I didn't buy it. I was close to buying it. There was one PAX where I had some time at the Nintendo booth and I sat down with sat down with the game and I actually really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, it sort of depends on what... Like in, in the normal Animal Crossing games, I couldn't give a shit about my house. I sort of like chuck stuff in there and go, cool, this is my little museum. It's not a house. Um, but then I'm like doing fishing and talking Do- to people. Doing all your daily activities. Yeah, doing the daily activities and sort of trying to get money maybe upgrade my house but put nothing in it like whatever like I never I never focus on like really making an awesome house but in that it was a lot like a lot more fun just because it was a lot easier and obviously a lot more focused on that all the uh, the villagers are like talking about it all the time and like why are you also so, so obsessed with houses is this one of the those programs on like British TV 
<laughs> interior designer shows. That like, new show on Netflix about organizing people's lives, Marie Kondo or whatever it is. Mm. <laughs> Except the game. I saw a couple of, yeah, I saw like a couple of ads for those types of shows. It's like, oh, fair enough. So declutter your life. Do you think <laughs> declutter you- your Animal Crossing? Do you think that maybe a happy house designer was made in anticipation to a rework of how these mechanics are going to happen? Oh, to be honest, I hope so. I hope they put those mechanics in it. Because it's just like, like, you know how like you've got to like, you hold A and you move your couch. And like, uh, uh, in that, you just like drop it like, like you just use the stylus or whatever you did to just place it. It just gives you more more uh, freedom. I guess. Yeah, it makes it less tedious. Yeah, it makes it way less tedious. And like, I think that game just came out of Animal Crossing New Leaf is huge. We can't just release another Animal Crossing game. And that's how they had that game on 3DS and that. What was the uh, board game on Wii U, which was a Ugh. disaster? Ugh. Like, that's why they started putting those Ugh. kind of spin-off games out because Animal Crossing is getting big and they can't just put another normal Animal Crossing game out. And then they essentially just stunted themselves and now Animal Crossing's pretty much gone back to the same status it's always had. Yeah, it'd be like I'm keen to see what they do with it because like last last time, like all right, you're the mayor and you can do more things. Like, what are they going to do in this time? You can go to you're the president and you can build walls. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to build a wall and make Tortima pay for it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> No, it's tournament. We have to shut. It's like it's like the government's decided we have to shut down the we have to shut down the government for twenty one days. Oh god, yeah. (laughs) Mister Rossetti's fighting against you. You can't. You can't. You literally can't launch the game. It's like Animal Crossing U.S. Politics Simulator. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope it's not that. Eh, what's next? Uh, So. Probably obviously my most anticipated title next Pokemon games Generation Eight. Yeah, let's hope it has a post game. Uh, let's hope it has a post game, right? Uh, yeah, hopefully I'm got fingers crossed. This is going to be a return to form I, for Pokemon. I do kind of want a com- competitive base game, mm. like something with some difficulty and challenge, like in Sun yeah. Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. All I, don't the think I, lost, I don't think I lost a battle until I got to Necrozma, and even then I lost once, and then figured out how to cheese it just using Toxic. Yeah. In no in no way, shape, or form am I putting it against Let's Go because, as you would have heard from when we talked about it, I really enjoyed Let's Go and its simplicity and just having a good old nostalgia romp. But in saying that, that was my phone. Don't worry about it. Buzz. Um, I won't worry about it. Uh, I can breathe easy now. <laughs> but in saying that, one of my favourite titles out of the whole series is Black 2 and White 2. Yeah. And that game was it, it. The thing with that game is it kept its form, it had nostalgia in it, and it produced new ideas out of something old, but still made it completely relevant to its own right. I think I want something like that again. Yeah. Well, that 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 was Game Freak aiming aiming a game towards you, who was the older Pokemon player, and like that that is definitely when they're on fire, like at their best. I feel absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this needs to be. You. You've just appealed to the generation that was the casuals, so yeah, make, exactly. Make this, make it hard, make it difficult, make it a challenge, make it, make it <laughs> rock hard, stiff as hell. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You don't have to make like the main game hard or whatever. No, just make make it a challenge. Don't feel like you just like give us a challenge. Like, like I think Sun and Moon had some good things in make it, like the AI doing smarter. A, yeah. Yes. Uh, but like doing away with gyms and stuff like that. Like yes, good. Those Change are improvements. It up, yeah. Like, the way they did it is like, ugh. They changed it up, but it's like, at the same time, you're walking into a place and you're versing a boss still. It's still very similar. It's, it's but like, a gym in a different name. But, like, the, yeah. the th- fact is they still tried to change it. Like, I yeah, want, yeah. Like, or maybe, like, if you're going back to gyms, like, 
don't do them type based do them strategy based like all these pokemon have really high attack all these pokemon will like use strategies that you might see in a competitive game mm, i like that idea that's awesome like, yeah, so, like have a gym leader use a bat and pass team or something yeah that'd be sweet yeah that's awesome idea because yeah, like make you think like oh who's he like he's water oh, i'm gonna use grass instead of doing that being like all right i need He's it's water, physical. he's going to use grass, but then he used Baton Pass and passed over for his stats to a different Pokemon. Yeah, so make you think, like, like, I need... Like in, yeah. like, in the main games, like, a move like Raw or Whirlwind, I would, like, I would just forget them instantly, but, like, they actually have a place in the competitive scene. Yeah. Well, maybe even save those ideas for um, post-game. Like, just keep keep the type gyms and make it not, not like, a challenge, like, to get through, but keep, like, the harder stuff. Does anyone there. remember Ruby and Sapphire and Norman's gym? Like yeah. building entire gyms based around that sort of idea instead of just one. Yeah, that was weird how it was just the one gym, wasn't it? Yeah, and they have you have the slacking at the end, who's just like and and they just <laughs> their whole strategy was just like using items or like it was, mm. it was a cool idea, yeah. but it was still kind of fit in that because they all use normal types, but. Mm. I think I would love a game that just kind of makes the player think a bit more, and need to put a lot yeah. more effort into raising a team. Yeah, and. It sort of went like black and white to are the worst selling Pokemon games. So <laughs> which is sad. Which is very sad. They're like seriously, the best ones. Which which is why X and Y they're like, okay, guys, it's easy. We've got all the languages. It's open to everyone, and that's why that game is what it is. Well, so what does and, what do you guys want to see in terms of like evil teams? Do you want to see them return? Because I've seen some people talking online like maybe do away with that sort of thing or try and reduce the mm. goals from taking taking over the world to. Yeah, so the Pokemon games are so by the numbers now. That's the problem. It's like, you got the evil team, you got the gym. Well, that was got... the beauty of Team Skull. Because they were different. They were just thugs. They yeah, were just, just yeah. hanging out, trying to pull Slavic slugs. I like that was, that was the tragedy of the... Aether Foundation. Aether Foundation is that... Yeah, they, they ruined it. Because they <laughs> yeah. were like the, oh my god, we're doing pulling Pokemon from like gods down. And it's like, alright, just... Just calm down. We come here. We thought you were good guys. You've turned into the atypical organization. Like, I I thought it was cool that it was, like, based on its own story of basically what was family conflict. Mm. But it was still damn stupid that a whole organization (laughs) was brought down because of it. I don't know. I, I just think I just think like, when it comes to the evil organizations, they all have very clear goals and what they want to do. Um, Team Flair, we want to be fashionable. Team Flair sucks. Team Team Flair will always suck. Great music, though. They have great music. (laughs) Yeah, great music. Shitty team. Because I was listening to it. God awful team. I was listening to it in Smash again, like the other day. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. They got got groove. They got style. What more do you want? They got something in the face. (laughs) <laughs> I love I love how like these bosses like when you get introduced to them um, in the game and uh, I forgot his name what's his name of uh, of Team Flair the, the leader Sandra yeah he's like talking to the champion you're like oh, he's the bad guy you can just tell he's just got yeah. like <laughs> he's got fucking massive hair out of everywhere he's like okay yeah, yeah fair enough you you're look right. evil <laughs> yeah you look bad even though you it's, it's like that thing of like that. picking the picking the main character in an anime. But just like in in thinking in Digimon, about that, you've got goggles. You're the main character. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like you've got hair spiking out all over the place. You've got a normal haircut. You're the main character. <laughs> yeah. But just in thinking about that, like the evil organizations, while I do agree at some point that you know maybe they need to have a you know some, something a little more meaningful within what they are and stuff like that. They're kind of, or they do not need to be in there at all. I think they're kind of a core part of Pokemon in general. Yeah, but like there are there are different and unique ways to do them. Obviously, you know, Team Rocket, Team Magma, Team Aqua, 
Team Galactic. They didn't really go all that far. Team Plasma in the first game didn't really go that far mm. in the first game. But in Black 2, White 2, they created this conflict, this emotional conflict between a split Team Plasma where one realizes their mistakes and what they did this and conflict. they're trying to help Pokemon yeah. Yeah, and the like other one, one is still trying to carry out their goal of world domination. There, there's, there's conflict within the group rather than they're the conflict. Yeah, who exactly. should follow yeah. Getsis versus who should follow and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think, and like, I think that was great about Black 2, White 2. It's one of my favourite parts of that game. Sort of sort of building or contrasting it so that I kind of want the evil team to be distinct from the legendaries. Like, in red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, like, Mewtwo, Ho-Oh, Lugia, they they didn't really roll it. They were just kind of side quests, almost post-game content. Whereas I'm kind of getting very tired of... Evil Team wants to use Kyogre for them. It's just... Yeah, so I want this legendary to kill people. (laughs) All right. It's like, just just chill, guys. Just relax. I just think there's other ways around it. Like, if you're going to give your bad guys motivation, they don't need to be taking control of gods every single time to do it. It's like kind of what makes Mewtwo so memorable is like you have to go through a cerulean cave and he's not he have to go out of your way to get it and it like builds it up as more of an encounter whereas mm. you're forced to meet Kyogre and Groudon you're forced to meet Reshiram and Zekrom yeah yeah. the way you the way you, the way you that is something I will commend um, Black and White for was meeting meeting the legendaries in those games was far more interesting because mm. it was like ends just like well I caught one of them here's your chance to catch the other one and then fight me with it <laughs> Fight me hard! I am your champion, and you're catching a legend- legendary right before the yeah. champion. So that was sick. That, that was, was sick. Cool. I will. Ad- that yeah. was definitely cool. Like, and people, people ask why I like those games. No, those, no, those games are phenomenal. I, it, it just gets a bad rap because some of the Pokemon are like strange and weird. But it, it's like, all right. But then, like, you compare it to what we we're talking about before with like Voltorb. Yeah, like all so that. It's so like, like Vanillax and Electrode in generations, and we'd all be complaining about Electrode. Exactly, exactly. Like Vanilla, he's not even that bad. Like he's an ice cream, yes, but and he, he what's was, wrong? It's Pokemon. Yeah, and it's also Vanilla <laughs> Pokemon and Vanilla Vanillax. They're all oops, they, sorry. They they're can, all designed by not by Sigamori. So I want to see a puppet with spaghetti hair in Pokemon I don't care it's bloody Pokemon alright let, let, let's cap off Pokemon because obviously we've yeah, still got yeah. a list to we, go we to we could talk about this all day we, we could, could but ending 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 uh, ending statement from me anybody who thinks Diamond and Pearl was the better DS game false out of uh, Black and White series and Diamond and Pearl absolutely false <laughs> you can fight me on that one you all can right. fight me on fight that him one. in a Pokemon battle no, nah, well, fight. You, you've locked eyes. If you want to fight Bryce, he's available on Twitter at IV Revan. Exactly. Um, Thank you. Just what I'll close on. I've already said this before, but we have the easy game. We have Let's Go. Yep. There's no point making this game easy as well because. No, exactly. Why? Yeah. We've got two exactly the same things. Exactly. Dan? Yeah, I think I've kind of summed. I've been kind of summed up what I've said on this topic. Like, Stop I want the box, some- Dan. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want something to challenge me. Like, I'm not a. Ca- like, I don't play competitively, but I'm also kind of not a no casual casi. player at this point. I'm not yeah. casual anymore. It's like, I don't mind, like, jumping in a Pokemon showdown. Like, I want something to challenge me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, use strategies that I could use in an online game. Like, like, I, I, want a, I want a gym to beat me a couple of times. Yeah. 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 I don't want to sweep through everything. Just That's what Gold and Silver was good at. Yeah. yeah. Gold, Gold and Silver was great. I love Gold Whitney's and Silver. Whitney's Mill Tank. <laughs> okay, not so much that. <laughs> <laughs> Roll out! I also, on the... Just, Closing topic. Yeah. I would also love it if they don't announce a lot of the new Pokemon. I, I would yeah. love yeah. that love that feeling of running into something. Sun and Moon okay. ruin that. Yeah. yeah. Especially I, since it leaked. 
as well. Because like, I love that <laughs> feeling of running into something and be like, what the hell is this? Like, I remember going into Jasmine's gym and like trying to use like water types. He's like, oh, steel will rust. I haven't had that in a game since, and I want that again. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Uh, next up is uh, Damon X Machina. Damon Which, X Machina. 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 Uh, it doesn't have a release date yet, but it's coming out this year, supposedly. Um, you got yeah. this is on your list at all? Not Man. really. It, look, it looks interesting. It's just all I've seen is the E3 trailer. Mm. The only, the only, the only, the only mech game I want on that console is a port of X. Yep. And it probably won't happen, but that's the only one I will pray, pray I will to buy. the Nintendo gods for that. Nintendo gods. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I. Apart from E3 and a couple of other like directs, like I haven't really seen much on it, but it looks interesting. I, I enjoyed the music and sort of the art style in it, so I'll be interested. Uh, pick that up when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Age. Uh, which one's that? It's eleven. Uh, they. It's coming to Japan next year, but no announcement on whether it's coming to the West. Did you say any, next year or this year? This year. Oh, thank yeah, God. T- TB, TBA, UK, EU, yeah. and North America. In, in Japan. In I Japan. haven't played any yeah. of the others, so... Dragon Quest Eleven's apparently really good. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've heard um, good things, but I just haven't played them. It looks great on the PlayStation as well. It's just oh yeah, it's just one of those situations where, yeah, I can't be bothered playing uh, such a long game on just my TV. It's, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll say that a million times, but any game that's a long time. Good thing you're a Nintendo fan then, huh? Yeah, and have to have to wait years to play it on my little slim little thing. <laughs> um, and this is a big one, guys. Metro Prime Four. I know you guys yes. are looking forward oh, to this. Yes, I know please. You... I, I doubt it will happen this year. Yeah, so you don't think it will come out this year because we don't know but yet. We don't, I, we have... I reckon they'll show a lot more of it at E3, and that's what I'm hanging out for. I, I want to. Yeah. I want to see more than just the title. It makes sense at E3. Like we, it made sense last year at E3 too, but it never happened. I so... want Samus to come back and kick some ass. Samus. Yep. I miss Samus. Come I miss back, Samus. Come too. back to us, yeah. Samus. But I, I will. That is going to be a day one buy for me when it comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah, this shit, year yeah. on next will be day one. I think most people listening to this show too will be like, yes, Metro yes. Prime Four is right up there with whatever Animal Crossing Pokemon. I would assume that would be the three which people are really mm-hmm. busting their yep, those shops are the to get. Three major ones, I reckon. Mm. Busting their loads. Definitely for me, anyway. Um, then Fire Emblem and Yoshi are a bit below that, and Luigi's oh, Luigi's Mansion too. So there's and Bayonetta. We haven't got there yet, but Bay- Bayonetta is also in a, a similar situation to Metroid, I would say, where it's maybe this year, maybe yeah, not. It is. Yeah. You reckon it will be this year, or no? I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying it is definitely in that situation. Up in the up in the air, yeah. 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 I reckon E3 will get like an in-depth trailer and it'll be like, say, March, April, 2020. 2020. Yep. I reckon mm. early, early to mid 2020 is when when we'll expect it. Well, it depends how in development it was when they put out that teaser. Not very, I don't think. No, <laughs> but it was just more. We'll keep. We'll announce it just to keep everyone off our cases. Yeah, like, that's that's kind of a pain in the ass. I hate that because it's like, yeah, look at look at what happened with Breath of the Wild. Yep. Ah, so it's, it's basically happen. Nintendo getting sick of everyone at the internet shouting at them. I don't want that to happen with Metroid. I just want Metroid to be a good game. Yeah, hmm. I mean, and I want it to come out sooner I'm, rather than later. This is probably not just going off. This is probably not the best thing to say, but I'm expecting big things from Metroid, like in the game of the year conversation so yeah you would think so yeah but that's mm. how much hype this has gotten as at the moment all we've seen is a, the title yeah. literally just a, like a gif of the title it's mm. also interesting too because we don't know who is making this at Nintendo we know Retro oh. we know Retro isn't doing it but it's back in Japan with the um, original director can't remember his name off the top of my head no um, neither can I but like they'll, they'll talk there was years ago when they were saying if they made a, 
a sequel to Prime that it would be like exploring space with Silux and all of that. It'd be interesting to see if that's what he actually decides to do with Imagine the game. Imagine like Metroid, but Brett done like in the same way they did Breath of the Wild. So like, you can just world. go off, like go off and explore space, but doing anything you want. Am I just am I just sort of the worst person on planet Earth that wants the hunters to come back in some form? <laughs> Since it'll be us, doesn't it? Like I haven't heard that anywhere else. But I love the hunters. Metro Prime. Did you play Metro Prime, Prime Hunters on the original DS? I did not. It was a fantastic game. <laughs> the, a little bit repetitive. Uh, I I didn't finish the story because it was just like the it bosses had, were. I had two bosses fuck. which just like swapped. And, and then I, had one unique boss if you're hundred percent. Yeah, and I was young as well, and yeah, just didn't didn't hold my attention. But the multiplayer was really really good, especially for just a DS game. And we're broken records. We've told this a bit. Like, take a shot every time they say yeah. something. Yep. Yeah. Take a shot. <laughs> but it was it was fantastic. Yeah. It was like the pinnacle of like multiplayer on that. There's multiple hunters with all different abilities. There's different courses. Like it was really cool. Yep. And like something like that for this game with like the online service and that to push and Nintendo doesn't have a third or first person shooter, it'll just be it'll be perfect for it. And I, and I'd love to see a return to that type of thing. Yeah, but same. I know a lot of people out there are like Metroid Prime, don't put multiplayer in it. It's a you know, story driven. It's only a story sort of driven thing. game to me. But but it just the the thing is is the multiplayer doesn't need to be fucking Call of Duty. Just it needs just, to be no, just needs to be an option. It needs to be Halo esque. Arcade type multiplayer yep. shooter, yep, definitely. with weapon pickups and shit. That's all it needs to be. It's what we're like, missing like, at the moment. Doom like tried to redo jumping it again, off but Nintendo no. games. How did like, Doom like not do it? The way The Last of Us has a multiplayer mm. mode. Yeah, exactly, and that was great. Like, I I never really played it because back uh, back when that game came out, I had no internet, so I was just playing. I played through the story, loved like, the story. Yeah. Like the, the Last of Us is known as a story, but like yeah. It still has a multiplayer. It had like a great multiplayer. Still, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you could put that in a Metroid Prime just on the side. Yeah, and yeah, it, exactly. It was unique, and it sort of played off the strengths of that game, which is like scavenging and and, scout and being stealthy. And yeah, yeah. It was really cool, and there's no reason Metroid can't do that again. But like Prime Hunters, Prime Hunters already had a pretty decent formula. You've got several, several hunters. They all have their own abilities. Mm-hmm. You know whether they've got their own different morph ball bombs and how they work. And you've what? got Noxus with his axe. Yeah, that's when he's awesome. Morph ball. Yeah, like just the different like like morph abilities, whatever you want to call them, was awesome. And what does this sound like now? Sounds like something like Overwatch, doesn't it? You got different characters with different abilities and like different attributes. And look how look how popular that is. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why it couldn't happen. All it doesn't. It, it doesn't have simple. to. Mm. It doesn't have to be like push the payload or. King of the Hill, or mm. it could just just be deathmatch with and, weapon yeah. pickups and shit. As ordinary as uh, the online service is, Nintendo has shown they can do these types of games with Splatoon and their sort of support. Oh, Splatoon of, is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Having Splatoon and like a Metroid multiplayer along with Mario Kart, and say eventually they make Super Smash Bros. Ultimate good online. You've got like you've got you'll have like a decent pool of games to sort of pull from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, d- I just think like I understand that like Splatoon's their shooter, but Metroid Prime. Metro Prime had made a decent multiplayer shooter in the past with the DS version. Mm-hmm. Whether people want to contest that one on us or not. Um, but I thought it was brilliant and I thought the Hunters were unique. I'd love to see them back in some form. It's just, there's, there's a whole lot that I would like to see come back into Metro Prime. Yep. And hopefully it does exactly what Dan said. It needs to be near Game of the Year material or at, at, at Game of the Year. At this point, it's been so hyped, it's anything less is honestly. <laughs> It's gonna <laughs> infuriate the internet. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 
But yes, no, multiplayer is a big wish for me, and if that that doesn't make it in there by whatever stretch, but just don't just don't base it off Echo's multiplayer. Base it off Hunter's multiplayer. And yeah, you're fine. not not Echo's. Yeah, no. That's why people are so. That's why people are shitty about, about it. it. Yeah, because everybody played Echo's multiplayer. And they're like, oh, this is shit, but they didn't play Hunter's. Yeah, Hunter's multiplayer was great. And it's funny because like like Hunter's was made by like a, a small team at Nintendo America as well. It was, it was like a sort of. I can't remember the actual name of the studio, but it's it's kind of like what do like the sort of experimental games on DS back then. Yeah, and they come up with that. That's why the sort of that's why a lot of stuff was copy and pasted, like the uh, like the boss battles. Mm-hmm. But they nailed it. Yeah, like like I said, they nailed it with the multiplayer. They did. That's um, great. Moving on, this is a game I there isn't much information on, and I don't know if you guys know much about it, but it's a it's a game called Digimon Survive. Oh yeah, yeah. Have I you like guys the, seen this? Digi- I haven't seen anything about it, but I've been intrigued by some of the Digimon story games that have come out, like mm. Cyber Sleuth. Like, there's yeah. a trailer that came out for Digimon Survive. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, it's 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 sort of like a mix between a turn-based game like uh like Fire Emblem, for example, where you're moving around the grid. Yep. And it's also like a visual novel, so you're actually getting like a pretty in-depth story, and you're making decisions and yeah. trying to survive in like this world that's been taken over by Digimon. Yep. That's pretty much all we know about it. It's coming to Japan this year, and I hope it's coming over here as well. Looks really cool. I've sort of like Digimon's always something that's been in my heart for like as, as long as Digimon. Pokemon. Digimon monsters, uh, like absolutely love it. But obviously, it, the game the games weren't as strong, weren't coming out, and I sort of like lost my way right. with Digimon. But if there are some good games that are coming out for the series, really keen to get into that one. Yeah, it's like yeah. Cyber Cyber Sleuth and all that. Yeah. Hackers, I've gotten good reviews. Yeah, They're yeah. just kind of outside my preferred genre. So yeah, look like. That uh, Cyber Sleuth, it was like uh, similar to Digimon, where you're at, oh, not Digimon, similar to Pokemon, where you're like you've got a partner and you're leveling it, leveling it up and stuff. It looks really cool. Yeah, yep. I had, a, I didn't, uh, I didn't play much of it on Vita. I sh- should have because it looks really cool. I don't know why I didn't. You also got a review copy. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and you never finished the review. Oh dear. I did three of them. Re- review five stars. <laughs> done. You a legend. I am a legend. One of them was Senran Kagura. Do you know how to put? Senran Kagura into a review without talking about how over ridiculously sexualized that game is. You don't. You, it's too hard. Um, what are some other games that are coming out this year? I am using a list on Nintendo Life, so thank you very much to Nintendo Life for having their list of 2019 uh, games. Got a Pikmin TBA here. Pikmin could be interesting for some people. I never got into it. Yeah, I didn't either. Really, pick with Pikmin. You know, like Pikmin three was sort of like my first go at it, and Under- it's... understand the appeal. Don't really care for it myself. Yeah, like I, I love like the aesthetic of it all and all that. Yeah, just a, this could be just a pie in the sky prediction, but I would love to see a new Kid Icarus game announced. Mm. I don't know if it'll happen, but it's been a few years since Uprising, and that was a that grabbed me like yeah, the team that made it though is disbanded now. But I would love a yeah. new Kid Icarus. It was um yeah Sakurai's team was it Suda Teams. no Team Sora Sora that's right yeah the, I I absolutely loved Kid Icarus on the like it was just hindered by its controls but its story and everything was awesome. everything about it was great and the characterization was great the weapons were great the style of gameplay that it ensued was great like I I loved that game. And now, I re- so I. now I want to re-download it and play it again because it was a fantastic game. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Even the multiplayer, to some degree, had Metroid Prime, e- uh, Metroid Prime Hunters esque feel to it. <laughs> yep. And it was good. It was fun. Yeah. Except the difference was is that you could customize your own weapons before going into battle. And yeah. It was so fun. that was released 2012. So that's coming up to seven years since that. So I recommend you for a new one. Mm. I want a new one, but I, I just think that 
it would probably take a while, especially with Sak- uh, Sakurai already got already with something huge on the table. Yeah. Did you guys play uh, Dragon's Dogma? On I um, did not. PS3, Xbox 360? I didn't, but I think I'll pick it up down the line. Yeah, so that, that game got announced uh, for the Switch as a port. Um, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, so that's with all the DLC and changes they made a few mm. years ago. Yep. And that's coming April 23rd. Uh, it's always a game that uh, sort of appealed to me, but I never picked it up. So maybe the I was always Switch told port. it was great. Yeah, yes, so was I, yeah. yeah. Good I reviews, never, just never came across it. Yeah. I just never came around, came around cool. to it, yeah. Yeah, so I might, might be picking that up later this year too. Yep. Alright, guys, I think we might leave that there. Uh, we'll jump over to our Discord, see what uh, Metadox has to say about what he's anticipating. Meta! So, Metadox over on Discord, which you can join. We've got a link in the show notes if you're keen to join our Discord community. Uh, Meta says... You're only just joining, Dan. No, I, I joined just before the show, right? He literally, so, he literally <laughs> signed up to Discord. He literally yeah. downloaded and signed up to Discord and he's joining. Good lad. Well done. Discord is a good app and you should use it. I still have no idea what I'm doing, guys. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Meta says, As always, I'd like the new Pokemon games to have a good post-game and good story. Other than that, I can't wait for the rest of Smash DLC, Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion 3, and hopefully a Persona 5 port, which yeah, we haven't talked about. Too. I, I reckon a Persona... Like, Seeing Joker in Smash, I reckon Persona 5 port could be a good bet. Well, it, it's difficult to gauge because they've already got a game with Joker on a Nintendo console coming, which is Persona Q2, um, New Theatre Labyrinth. Mm. Um, so yeah. whether that's just an excuse to sell copies of that or whether they're just like in really good handshakes with Atlas and they're like, you know. Yeah. But to be fair, the Vita is dying. It's not coming Rest to Vita. It is not going to Vita. <laughs> They want to make a handheld dust version. Dust. Mind you, Atlas still have Catherine Full Body Edition coming to Vita. Like they're so still, stupid. They're still coming. They've still got games coming out to that platform. And Atlas um, put out the trailer the other day with um, a Persona Five R, and it's got the PlayStation like logo logo at the start. Yeah. So whether but if it comes out for Vita, they know they're wasting their time, right? I mean, I don't think it's the Vita. I think it's just like a enhanced version for PS4 or something like that. But hopefully, there's also this. A Switch version in development, but we won't find out. It's probably primarily pushed for PlayStation, but will be pushed to... Well, hopefully pushed to Nintendo. That's what I want it to be anyway. Yeah. Like, without without it being pushed to Nintendo, it's going to be really hard for people to be like, who the fuck is Joke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? And, like, a lot of people are going to get into it, and they're going to be like, oh, look, I really want to really play... I really want to play Persona now, because I'm interested in the character Joker, but then mm. they have to have a whole other console to do that, yeah. so and then... That, that was something I was looking forward to. Like, I hope I'll be looking forward to, because I really want to play that game. <laughs> it's a fucking great game. And I, I would recommend just sitting down and playing it on your PS4. I don't care. God forbid. I, I don't... God forbid I play the game on my Exactly. You, you owned it before me. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. And you played, like, maybe an hour or two of it. Okay. I, I know, I know, you're not a big fan of sitting in front of your television and playing a JRPGs like a, a, a normie. A normie, yeah, yeah. But that's just how we have to play them, and it's a fantastic JRPG, and it was a contender for Game of the Year pretty much last well, year. Well, I'm not going to start now. I'll wait to March. Last year, year before. I'll see if they announce it. If it does, if it if it's like his PS4 version, no news on Switch stuff. Or, or I'll start. I'll start on the PlayStation. Because I'm not going to start now. I've been like, the Switch version comes Should've out. Should have started right? ages ago. Like, ticks every one of your boxes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, just looking at it, I know that. Um, and Meta also uh, talked about the Smash DLC, which we didn't touch on. 
No. I'm looking forward to that. To be completely honest. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm looking forward to it too. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Hey, I'm Dan. Uh, yeah. Dan went to take a phone call or something and he just like left. <laughs> He'll be back. I, I like how he just like silently walks off instead of like, hey, I'm just going to take a phone call. <laughs> That's what a, all right. What a nice young man. Uh, oh, look. No, he's coming back just in time to talk about Smash DLC. He obviously heard what we were saying. I've been summoned. Summoned? Summoned for what? Summoned for the Smash DLC. Hello, yes, I am here for Piranha Plant. <laughs> oh, he's soon too. I'm here for PP. <laughs> he's here for the PP. I'm here for PP. Yeah. Yeah, Piranha Plant. Let's do it. Early New main. Fe- early, Feb. Up. early Feb. Early Feb. Not, not far away at all. No. I think it'll be fun to play and all that, all that, all that stuff. Obviously, I've got my grievances with Piranha Plant, but I'm... <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I'm not attest to him being in the game. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Um, <laughs> so have we had any others announced other than Joker, or just no? Just no. Nah, he's the only one. Just yep. jokes. Just joking. Just joking. Joker from Batman. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing as him. The, oh, the Grinch. The Grinch. <laughs> you know how many people you probably gone at, like you, you'd say, "Oh, did you hear that Joker's coming to Smash?" And people turn around and be like, "What Joker?" And then they turn and they're like, who the fuck is it? And then and then Goku and Superman will also be in the Fighters Pass. Oh, God. And Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that great game on Nintendo 64? So... Finally in Smash. Oh. Classic games. Good game. Lovely. So, who do you guys actually want to see other than Banjo? Banjo. Or what, other than Banjo? Banjo! <laughs> I want to see another Fire Emblem character. Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really have anyone I necessarily want to see. To be honest, Lem. I've got no one where I'm like, I want to see this character. I'm, I would like to see Banjo because he's like, ooh, he's a big one. Um, someone like Crash Bandicoot or someone who just like... Crash, Crash would be a good fit. Who gives me like the surprise. Like, oh shit, that's awesome. Rayman. I'd love to see Rayman. Like, he's a, he's a favourite character of mine. Love his games. With, the, so. with, their, with their relationship with Ubisoft too, I'm not going to say that it's off the cards. Yeah. Their, their relationship with Ubisoft it's just, is So far, cool. we haven't had I a character... I just char- don't want a rabid... Don't give me no. a rabbit. Oh, yeah. So far, we haven't had a, a character in Super Smash Brothers as a, like a third-party character that is outside of Japan. So, how, how did rabbits like from one game, Rayman raving rabbits? How did they manage to completely shelve the entire hero of that series? They literally just murdered him with a knife. And well, ugh. the Wii, the the casual uh, player picked it up, enjoyed the waggle controls, and Rayman just got weaned out of it, and people. People liked the little rabbit characters more than the limbless <sighs> hero. They're, just they're the, the minions, minions of, of the video, video game, game world. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, it's no different. So, so, like the, yeah. so the last two we characters both the said that passed. at the same time. Yeah, I'll be fair. Like playing through, uh, playing through the uh, Mario and Rabbids game. And I'm sure, that, and I'm sure that was a good game. And like even watching the cartoon on TV, they're, they're it's, also... it's so dumb, but it gets a bit of a chuckle out of you. Like they're not, they're not minion bad. There's also that moment at E3 when the developer of the game was tearing up at getting a mention from Morimoto. Exactly, that was yeah, heartwarming. It's got nothing to do with the game, but yeah, but, that was but great it's moment. Kind of great vague, moment. vaguely yeah. rabid related. <laughs> vaguely rabid related. Is that a seg? Is that going to be a segment on the show from now on? Vaguely rabid. Now, Bryce, welcome to the, now the part of the show. Vaguely rabid related. No, look on now, Bryce, one. what do you have this week on vaguely rabid related? Just send me. Suicide? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and that can be traced back to the rabbits. There we go. All right. Very nice. Uh, what's what's next week on uh, Vaguely Rabbit Related? We discuss, uh, we discuss how rabbits 
affect affect the loved ones around you. Depression and young teens. Yes. Just imagine if they announced minions and rabbits for the fighters' boss. Oh please, oh, please. God. How about as one character? They're like in a trench coat together. Oh God! <laughs> there you go. There's an audio clip for your for your podcast. Thanks, please. Mate. Someone set that as your message tone. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you brought you got a message. Oh God! Oh, God. Hmm. All right, guys. I think that brings us to the end of the episode. It's been a pretty long episode. Yeah. Isn't it? What is it? What is it? I think it's time? definitely time to end It's that been an hour and 15 down. minutes. And I want to thank you guys for listening to the House of Murray, episode 77. Thank you. Uh, Bryce, thank where you. can they find you on social media? Ivy Revan on Twitter. Uh, Dan, do you have anywhere you want to plug on uh, the social whatever? I'm not, I'm not flat out on the social medias, but as of before this podcast, I will be in the Discord. All there right. It, it, it would be known as Treaders something in the Discord, I'd imagine. DTreadRay45, because I am highly, highly <laughs> imaginative when it comes to username. Why 45? Uh, that was my number when I used to play basketball. Cool. Dun, there dun, you go. Bit of inside TreadRay information. Fun facts with Dan. And if you'd like to join our Discord community, there is an invite in the show notes. We talk about Nintendo games and whatever in there. No. No, you're what? <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought this was a Sony podcast. Oh, it is. No, I, th- I thought it was a Sega Dreamcast Memorial podcast. <laughs> Memorial podcast. <laughs> I'm Sorry, I will accept nothing that doesn't talk about the Atari 2600. Ah, well, fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like arcade cabinets. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. It's just like, that comes out. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to support the podcast... There is a leave us a review on iTunes, and if you can't do that because you don't have an iTunes account, uh, please spread the word to your friends, family, loved ones. Follow on Spotify. Anyone who is interested in Nintendo, give us viewers. We're, this is going to be a big year for us, and we're hoping to really give, give us your break ear out holes. and get into some more ear holes. Uh, if you you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, other places. I'm trying to what's carry that? a pigeon. Pod chase. I'm trying to think of like all the places we are. We're anywhere that takes an RSS feed, so please check us out there. And uh, yeah, we, it's going to be a big year for Bryce and I this year. We've got a lot of things in the works we'll be talking about later. And yes, I think I'm, that's I'm sure it. Dan's got a lot of things going on too. Yeah, yes. You have some things going on, Dan? Or? Oh, I got a bit of this and that. Oh, yeah. A bit, a bit, a few irons in the fire. I bet it did. <laughs> a, uh, a few pieces of bread that need to be buttered. <laughs> when it need to pay some bills, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Break, please give me money. Uh, and of course, we are part of the AB Collective, 10 podcasts and 22 podcast creators coming together. So go and check out 8bit.net to check out all of the awesome content coming from them. 8bit.net! And, <laughs> and Nintendo Jukebox this week is the Super Mario 64 file select metal cover <laughs> by Anthrum. I've been cranking this one a fair bit lately and I'm like, yep, this is the one I want for the first episode of 2019. So enjoy this, guys, and we will see you next week for another episode of The House of Mario. You sure? No, I hope so, shit. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.